0: mythbusters
1: podcast welcome to another installment of jewish
0: mythbusters yes we're back thanks for joining us we have a very interesting episode for you this week and this week we are going to be talking about iron
1: Hara and
0: the famous red string
1: you mean the red string that goes around the The people wear around the wrist
0: yes yes. okay i mean this is this is very popular i mean there's been many celebrities over the years that people have seen wearing the red string I, i i think most jews have seen someone wearing the red string you could buy it in almost any store if you go to israel there's people selling them everywhere i feel like the hype for all this was like a while ago like i don't see it as much now yes but what is that on your wrist sir um. So the funny
1: part is, <laughs> is that someone just
0: bought me a red string. Oh, so the hype was uh, was there. No, I'm and always behind the times. But,
1: but the truth is, somebody who I couldn't say no to gave me a red string.
0: He's listening. What so? Like they got a few from Israel.
1: Yes, they brought it back from Israel. Um. So you had to wear it because I of that. Have <laughs> to wear it. Yes, <laughs> that's that's where we are. Okay. Do you even know? I know that I, I'm pretty sure that it was wrapped around Kaverachol.
0: Yes. That's a big part of it. That's that's like the usual claim to fame of the Red Strings. But before we get into the Red Strings, we have to give a little background on what the Red String is supposed to be protecting you from, and that's from the evil eye. The evil eye, aka the Einhaara. So, I mean, you can't be Jewish and not have heard something like Kenan Hara
1: You know, it's funny because there is no like in, like nobody says the English translation to that. No one says yeah because you'll oh, sound crazy about the evil eye. Like, <laughs> no one says anything about evil eye. Just. Kainahara or, or like Billy Einhara.
0: So give us a little background. What, what is this whole concept of the
1: evil eye? So as I understand it, the concept of the evil eye is that if you have something, let's say you got a red Ferrari, and now you're driving around in your red Ferrari, and everybody's noticing like, oh, wow, look at
0: that car. Um, I'm proud you said red Ferrari. Well, what? A classic Ferrari is red, the famous <laughs> Ferrari, red Ferrari. Continue
1: now. Naturally, you're going to drive around the neighborhood, and everyone's going to be looking at you. True, right now. How many people are going to be like happy for you and be like, "Oh, he got a red Ferrari. I'm so
0: happy." I mean, for I was going to say my wife, but that's not true. That also, even that's So not that true. means zero. No right. people zero will be people happy. Are yes, zero happy. People being happy for correct. you.
1: So when that happens, people get jealous. Okay. And when jealousy happens, people are like, "Why didn't I get the red Ferrari? How come I don't have one?" And that's when apparently it triggers a, a a chain of events that causes your books to be opened. And you mean by heaven books?
0: ah in heaven.
1: Yeah. So now so, now they're looking at saying, Hey, does he really deserve this red Ferrari? Meaning
0: does he deserve it? This guy doesn't have it. Why doesn't Joe have it? Why does Jack have it? Something like that.
1: It's as though people have the power to
0: cause you to be judged. Cause you to be harmed, yeah. Well, judged and can bring about the harm. Yes. Right, so in other words, they look down from above and say, well, you know, Greg doesn't have a Ferrari. Why and Caleb should doesn't have
1: a Ferrari. <laughs> Caleb,
0: really? <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, I guess at that point, they judge you for the negative, and essentially no, that...
1: at that point, the person's judging is like, well, hey, w- wouldn't you know? This person doesn't deserve a red Ferrari at all.
0: And then he's in an accident. God forbid. God forbid. But, and but then essentially, something that's, happens. that's how it works. Right. That's what that's, you're saying.
1: And you know what? It's funny because you, people have seen this happen like over and over again. And it's as though that eye that someone else is able to put on you can actually cause you harm.
0: So – I guess the misnomer that people have when they say, well, I don't believe in the evil eye and the evil eye is there's no such thing as an evil eye. I think what they're missing is that it's not that the evil eye is that a person's coming and they're, they're, you know, magically causing you harm. That's not at all what's happening. Essentially, you're making other people feel bad. And that pain that you're causing the other people is getting channeled into a claim from the person who feels bad to say, why should I feel bad because of him? Right? I mean, that's basically what we're saying.
1: Well, interestingly, there are some like authorities on the topic that will say, if you don't believe in it, it doesn't exist. Right. All you got to do is just not believe. Now, good luck with that. Yeah, that's, you know? that's tough.
0: But I think a, a, a easier, as authorities also say, an easier way to avoid the evil eye is to live humbly, right? I mean, doesn't that make a little more sense? Maybe you don't need a red Ferrari. Well, Maybe right. you can get a attract black attention. BMW. That, well, you know, it's not as... right.
1: Typically, the advice is just don't attract too much attention. Like, right. better go with the black Ferrari. Right. <laughs> the black <laughs> limited edition (laughs) the limited edition uh, uh, charcoal gray you should be okay right? (laughs) (laughs) there are ladies in Jerusalem that you can go to who will boil a pot of lead and as the, the, the pot boils eyeballs will form and depending on how many people have their eye on you that's the amount that's the number of eyeballs that will that will what yeah okay where happening. did
0: how did we get into this where that's, did this come that's from evil eye stuff.
1: That's, okay, evil so, stuff that's how the that's by the way they break the evil eye that way because what they do is they keep boiling the the lead so how do you until explain all that? the eyeballs pop okay so how do you explain that? i don't have an explanation for <laughs> okay. it so but, we
0: need to come back to that yeah.
1: in another episode no it's super boiling interesting lead. boiling so, lead and they turn into eyeballs i don't know what they're reading Okay, Over so the pod. So the truth of the matter really is, spooky.
0: there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the evil eye. I don't think we're going to be able to get to it in this one ten minute podcast. So I think we're going to have to bring a series of them. I mean, I know we we spoke about the poo poo. If you don't know what that is,
1: it's three poos, my friend.
0: Oh, excuse it's the me. Poo-poo-poo. It's poo poo poo. It's poo poo poo. Correct. What about the pinch? You know that one where where pregnant women pinch their stomachs? That's I another don't know one. That one. Yeah, I'm, that's another one. But that has to do with Ayenhora. Yeah. And 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 just like that, an Ironheart series was born. Yeah. So we're going to be exploring some of these, but I'm intrigued by the lead. And I think we need to go on location. I would love that. Go to Israel, find the boiling lead woman. I can't imagine that that's safe, by the way. Working with lead all the time. I don't know. I've not
1: attended an actual... I've called. Really? Yeah, I've called and had it done. No. Yes.
0: And you're just telling me this now.
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you didn't ask.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. How recently? few years ago did it
1: work oh who's to say if it worked you could never know if these things work you just you do them and you hope for the best
0: so you're a you're a believer you're you're a big yeah i i couldn't
1: shake the evil eye (laughs) i couldn't shake the evil eye (laughs) too good looking
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's why you're wearing a red string i'm doing it
1: just to be politically correct
0: i got you I got you. So, let's get into the red string a little bit. So, the red string, now, w- essentially, we laid the groundwork. Let's assume for a minute that the evil eye uh, does have a force. It's some, it's a some sort of power. Uh, and there's no reason for us not to believe it because we have enough Jewish sources, plenty of Jewish sources Combat that is talk about it.
1: replete with sources and stories Absolutely. all about evil eye.
0: Absolutely. So, we're, we're taking it as a given because… There's no reason to even have an episode about the evil eye. But by the way, if
1: you're listening to this and you've never heard about the evil eye, just shut this episode (laughs) off. You'll be fine.
0: (laughs) So, the red string is supposedly there to protect you from the effects of the evil eye. Uh, It was made even more, I guess, popular, sensationalized by Philip Berg and the Rabbi Philip Berg. Oh, the Kabbalah Kabbalah Center. The Kabbalah Center, correct. And there were many celebrities that got into it. If you remember way back when, Madonna changed her name to Esther and she started wearing a red string. And, and by the
1: way, some of her concerts have like Hebrew lettering. Really? Yeah. And, 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 and names of God and like
0: oh, crazy but, stuff. Yeah, that's not so cool. But okay. No,
1: listen, I've, I've spoken to people that were there and he was like, it was... Bizarre. You know, his words were, it was an abomination. Yeah. That's what he told me. He goes, it was an I abomination, bro. <laughs> He's <laughs>
0: like, all the Hebrew, all the Hebrew letters. <laughs> yes, totally. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has been uh, photoed wearing a red string. So this is something that, that's gone mainstream. You can buy him right now. I think you could even buy him on Amazon at this point. And the question is, is there anything to him? Can they protect you from the evil eye? So- The earliest mention of the red string we actually find in the Torah, in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, and it comes from the story of Judah and Tamar, and she was pregnant with his uh, children, she was having twins, and when she gave birth, she gave birth to twins, and the first one begins to emerge, his name was uh, Zarach, the midwife, ties a red string on his hand to indicate that he was born first, and then his brother Perez starts to, uh, Zarach pulls his arm back in and and, and then Perez starts to emerge and uh, he is actually named for that whole event. But the point is, is that they tied the red string, but that was really, there's no indication from the Bible whatsoever that this has anything to do with Ayinara, this, the evil eye. All this is telling you is that they marked him as the elder son. And as we know, in biblical times, being the elder entitled you to certain uh, benefits inheritance benefits etc etc but once we go from the bible interestingly there's pretty much no other mentions of the red string from there on and you could go to the kabbalah you're not going to find anything the the zohar which is you know the fundamental work from the kabbalah nothing the famous Kabbalists, the arizal it, others they do not talk about the red string at all, so in fact, we can't find any real Jewish source indicating that the red string protects you from the evil eye, and that includes red strings from the tomb of the P- the matriarch Rachel. But it does look cool. You can't <laughs> you can't argue that. In fact, the only source that talks about the red thread actually calls it Darke Emori, which actually means basically, idolatry, idolatrous practice. Uh, and that comes from a tosefta, which is something that comes from the earliest, the Tanaic times, which is like in the uh, zero CE, right? Is that generally the time? I'm not
1: clear on the dates, but I'm also not taking off my red string. So,
0: <laughs> So, in fact, the only source that we have says that it is a form of idolatrous practice. So, with that, I don't think we have a choice here but to say that this has actually been busted. It was that first busted myth? It's the first officially busted myth. Okay, totally it is, busted. It's done. It was bound to happen. <laughs> eventually, we asked for it. We eventually. did ask for it. So we hope
1: you enjoyed that. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Jewish Mythbusters. If you did, forward it to a friend. Right now, we're exclusively on Spotify. So they're
0: paying us the big bucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, if you enjoyed, please leave a five star rating. Shortly, we'll be coming to all platforms. Um, and if you enjoyed this, check out our other podcast. It's called Kiddish Club, the podcast.
0: And that one's available on all the platforms.
1: Yeah, you'll find that everywhere. And you can follow our Instagram it is at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Kiddish Club Cast. If you have any ideas or any myths that you want us to bust, shoot us an email. It's hock at kiddishclubpodcast.com, And we will see you next time.
0: Thanks again. Jewish Mythbusters Podcast. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.